0: Hello everybody and welcome to Radio Lab 201 the podcast from Benjamin Franklin High School. And this week I want to feature something that happened in the class and that is the day the internet died. Now a lot of things happen when the internet doesn't work apart from the panic of course. To put it in perspective This was the week of prom. This was when Spirit Week posters were in the hallway, you know, screaming out the theme for the week. Students coming dressed up in Disney characters and monochrome sometimes. Seniors were planning their senior prank. But then, on that day, the internet died. Now, it's interesting how life tends to be suspended when things like this happen, especially in a computer lab especially here, because I have, uh, what's that, 39 computers and there are carts with laptops. None of them are available when this happens. But I think it becomes also a gift, an opportunity, because this is when we as teachers can turn to something else. And here, the next best thing for me is a Socratic discussion. My topic, of course, was what would you do if the Internet suddenly disappeared from our lives or what would you do if you were living in a place or a time when there was no such thing as the internet. I like to remind my students that there are places in the country, this country, and places in the world that don't have Wi-Fi or internet nearby or something that they can just assume is there. So the discussion at the beginning was a bit tepid. Uh, People were reluctant to say something because it seemed like there would be sounding like they didn't like the internet. But after some time, they came out of their shell and, like for example, uh, I asked them what would they do, what kind of hobbies would they have if there was no such thing as an internet. One student who's an avid reader and a writer, she said that uh, she really didn't mind and because she has other hobbies which include going to the library. So take a listen a little bit. We just couldn't look stuff up anymore because, like, how often in computers class do we Google something that you said or d- definitions and stuff? And so we'd have to spend a lot of the time at, like, libraries or people who have experience, which I wouldn't mind because I love to read. But you can't get anything at the click of a button anymore. You'd have to search for it. Okay. That's a good, uh, different angle, right? We are a lookup society. We always want to. Now I like to remind students occasionally, because we deal with networks and the World Wide Web and web browsers and things like that, that the internet that we take for granted is actually underpinned by thousands of miles, actually tens of thousands of miles of undersea cable. If I'm not mistaken, there are 380 cables on the ocean floor, of which there are seven hundred and forty five thousand miles of it running around you know the oceans and between continents which is quite a network when you think about it. Now, one of the students said that uh, if the internet wasn't around a lot of people would lose jobs. Most of their money comes from stuff. like A lot of YouTubers, I guess, just Social media people will not make money anymore. Which was a great point because so many jobs, mine included, depends on us having networks. I also put things in perspective by saying that there are times when the Internet has been down. Uh, There was a time when a woman in Georgia, that's the Republic of Georgia, the Eastern European country, accidentally dug into a cable when she was digging for some metal, I believe, and she cut off the Internet to the neighboring country of Armenia, which uh, is actually 6,000 miles away from Georgia, which is like saying uh, if somebody cut a cable in London, the Internet might go down in Columbus, Sri Lanka. It's quite a thing when you think about how much connected and how much distances these cables actually carry connections to. There was a funny story a little more recently where a cow stepped on a cable and was, uh, I think, a herd of cows were stepping on cables and cutting off the Google fiber optic network somewhere in the country in the US, which is really funny when you think about it. And then there's the concept of cyber attacks or attacks on a country by disabling the internet. Wired magazine has run a few articles and recently there was one about uh, the Russian th- threat and how trawlers uh, hovering around the ocean flow, uh, looking at cables on the ocean flow and they were wondering what would happen if Russia, for example, cuts off the internet to in the United States. So there's a lot of uh, angles to think about. Now, in a different class, in my writing and publishing class, they took on a different tack. And these are high schoolers. At the moment they came to class and I said, look, guys, the Internet's not working. Uh, one student said, oh, we know what, let's play Mad Libs. And this was really interesting, even though it looked like a bit of a distraction. Take a listen and you'll see why it is relevant sus <laughs> sus suspiciously question mark or just susly verb <laughs> ending in ing ing crying number <laughs> number negative square root of 30, 30. no 8 squared plus b squared equal c 31. squared 31.4 31. 31. No. I hate that theorem now for students oh. like this in this class in the writing and publishing class at least uh, especially since we had or they had analyzed the lyrics of John Lennon and Imagine Dragons We've discussed uh, the, the idea of TikTok and uh, should TikTok be banned. They've talked of blog platforms and the importance of blogging networks today. They've looked at narrative arcs. They've been writing and creating their own podcasts. So it was interesting, the angle that they took by going to Mad Libs. And yes, they also have the occasional math problem. So to sum it up, this network being down brought home to me the importance of how we as teachers can do other things to engage students and make people creative, whether or not we have devices at our disposal that we can just tap into and power up. I remember about 10 years ago, there was an Intel mentor in my robotics class. And uh, he showed up to teach coding, and one day he said, "Let's not use computers. Uh, let's teach these students how to code without computers." And he promptly took out pen and paper, and he blindfolded uh, a few students and asked them asked another student to give them instructions and how to you know respond to the instructions. It's a pretty interesting inventive way of teaching giving instructions without the use of software. So the point here again is that we can teach, we can do problem solving, we can teach creative writing, we can teach how to make presentations or analyze data without actually networks or technology. Now I have to say that I'm not a a Luddite who's planning to retire to a cabin in the woods soon, but, but it's good for us to know that we do have alternatives. And in case you're wondering, the Internet did come back. It took a few minutes, maybe about 20, 30 minutes. But things were back slowly, and we resumed classes. So on that note, I'd like to thank you for listening to another edition of Radio Lab 201. This is your host, Angelo Fernando, signing off. Until next time.